The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Exploring our oneness with spirit and each other. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Truth Transforms with your host, Rev. Galen McDowell, Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. This is the program for spiritually enlightening discussion, interviews, and the practical application of new thought principles to transform your life. Now, here's your host, Rev. Galen McDowell. Hello, welcome to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and I am the Senior Assistant Minister at Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois, where the Reverend Derek B. Wells is the Senior Minister. Christ Universal Temple was founded in 1956 by the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, who is a legend in the New Thought community. Check us out when you're in our area or online at www.cu temple.org that's c-u-t-c-u-t-e-m-p-l-e dot org we stream our sunday service at 10 30 a.m central standard time and you can join us on wednesdays for bible 365 which is at 7 p.m today we are continuing our theme what new thought offers to the world and i have a very distinguished guest and mentor of mine, I, I, as a person, when I first came into the movement, who took a strong interest in making sure that I was well equipped to do what I'm doing now, the founder and senior minister of the Power Circle Congregation, the Reverend Doctor Joseph E. Hill. How you doing there, Reverend Hill? I'm doing exceptionally well, and I am very, very, very excited about today. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, I want to make sure that we take advantage of all the time we have with you and later give other people an opportunity to call in and ask you questions. So let me ask you first, um, how did you become a minister in New Thought? Well, what happened was a good friend of mine, I was going to another church that was not a New Thought church, who asked me, come to my church. It's it's a little bit different. You keep having all of these questions and you're not fulfilled totally. Come to my church. And it just so happened that that church that I came to years and years and years ago was Christ Universal Temple, where the Johnny Coleman, Dr. Johnny Coleman was the minister. And it was all new to me. And I had a lot of questions, but I kept saying, this could not be me. I, I just can't get with the message, but it stirred something in my gut, Reverend. And the next thing you know, I came back again and again, and that was the history. 
Okay, beautiful, beautiful. What organizations are you associated with besides being the founder of the Power Circle Congregation? Well, of course, I'm a member of the International New Thoughters uh, Association, INTA, because uh, it give, it puts me in touch with other New Thought churches of the, the many disciplines in the New Thought movement so I can keep abreast of things. But of course, I, uh, our church is a part of Toastmasters International. We help people in that aspect. I work with the National Housing Alliance because we have a lot of things that we're working with to help people with housing. And I work with other community groups that work with youth. You know, youth is a big thing to me. They call me the educational minister because I believe if you get an education, you have gone a long way to make your life feel better. Yes, without a doubt, without a doubt. So what does New Thought offer to the world in the sense of as a theology? What do we present to the a world far as our message is concerned that you think it transform our space well one of the things that it, it, it does if you think about most of the uh, especially Christian religions they always say they read from the Bible that says be transformed by the renewal of your mind well in new thought we really focus on mental capability we say thoughts are things whatever your thought patterns are. They create the things in your life. And I believe that new thought gives us the ability to really, really focus on and teach the ministry of Jesus the Christ. And Jesus came, he was a way sure. Of course, Jesus was, a, um, was, a, was Jewish. He was not Christian. He came to transform things by saying, if you could just change your mind, you could change your life. And I believe that is the focus of the New Thought Movement. When I change my mind, when I look at things from a higher perspective, I am a metaphysician. I look beyond the physicality of things and go higher and because I know that there is a greater meaning to my life and what I have to offer and what my capabilities are then I can be a better person and live a higher quality of life and I think that's the focus of new thought oh, beautiful beautiful now you know in the midst of all of the things that are going on in the nation right now and around the world as far as economics are concerned we had a de uh, presidential debate last night and the economics of the United States has been really uh, upfront and foremost in people's consciousness. What do you think is New Thought's response to the economic challenges many people are facing today? Well, again, let me go back to some of the Orthodox religions. People will say, I go to church and my pastor said, greater is he that is within me than anything that is in the world. Well, in New Thought, we don't teach God as a he or a she. It's a sweet Holy Spirit. Well, greater is that tenacity in me, my capability, than anything that is in the outer. And there are always going to be hardships and economic challenges. They've been around uh, forever and ever and ever. And you can't just look at the United States. It's all over the world. We just come out of one of the greatest recessions that the world has ever had. But the new thought teaches us, look 
Take the high ground. Look at the greater things. Greater is this power, this presence within you than anything that's going out in the world. So I walk around with the attitude, I know I can do it because I was equipped to do it. In the beginning, I was created in the image and likeness of perfection and joy and perseverance and power and authority. And that's what I can do. I can make it. And we just have to keep teaching that until we get to the end of the road where we can say, ha, I made it through. All right. Beautiful, beautiful. Now, when when I first met you, one of the people who you would emphasize that I would that I read was Joe Goldsmith. And Joe Goldsmith talked a lot about spiritual healing. And spiritual healing is something that is taught in many brands of religion and in the different denominations of Christianity, seen differently, faith healers, speak the word healers, uh, mental and metaphysical healers, et cetera, et cetera. But what do you think is the importance and what do you think spiritual healing is from a new thought point of view? Well, one of the things that helped me when I was in college, of course, maybe you didn't know this, I was uh – uh, a physicist and uh, a mathematician and the one thing that I learned from science two objects cannot occupy the same space at the same time it doesn't matter what those objects are so let's go back in new thought to our mental patterns if I fuse my mind with every cell in my body is well. Now think about it. Every cell has a nucleus. That's the thought mechanism of that cell that is connected with your brain, with your overall thought patterns. So when I feed those cells with those positive thoughts, every cell in my body is well. Every cell in my body is well. They begin to resonate that all over my body. Every cell in the body is well. Every cell in the body is well. And if every cell is well, every system is going to be well. And if every system is going to be well, my body is going to be well. So spiritual healing is when you know who and whose you are, you use your mental capabilities to always be in control of the outer, which is your body. And you're going to experience exactly what you have put into your mind. And you are transformed. Be you transformed? May your body be transformed because your mind has been renewed. All right. Well, I know that you worked many years uh, as the chief operating officer for the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman at Christ Universal Temple. Yes. You know, now... I know you have many stories that you could share with us, but I would like you just to share maybe a favorite story. And um, what do you feel as though you learned from working under uh, Reverend Coleman for so many years that directly as basically the executor of her administration, um, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, what did you learn from that process? Well, one the, I will tell anybody, we went on many trips, Dr. Coleman and myself. And I can remember one so vividly. We were walking down Fifth Avenue in New York City 
because we had gone to see a Christmas carol. And later on, we were going to have dinner with Ben Vereen, who was one of the stars in the Christmas carol. And I can tell you, Reverend Coleman introduced me to so many masterminds in the New Thought movement, and not only New Thought, but uh, I met Oral Roberts and, and Robert Schuler and Benny Hinn and Evander Holyfield and all of these people, and she taught me, you have to rub elbows with people who are having experiences at a higher level that can help you be a better person. Her key word was consciousness. Consciousness is what we are. Goldsmith taught that, and Reverend Coleman lived it. She said, do not allow anybody to come into your space and cause you to come down because of their lack of misunderstanding. And so as a result, I live for that. Consciousness is what I am. And when all of those around me are telling me we can't do it, the money, the economy, what you just talked about, all of those things are happening. I get quiet, I go off to myself, and I say, I know who I am. I know who I am. I know how I was created. And that's what she would say to me all the time. We would be arm in arm walking, and she would say, consciousness is what we are. Consciousness is what we are. Focus on that and find somebody who is at that same level of understanding that you are because where two or more gathered, there that power base is, and that's what you got to focus on. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Well, you know, when I can remember when I first came to the church and – I heard Reverend Coleman speak. <laughs> I was 20 years old. And I can remember because I met you rather early walking in, when I came into the ministry. Right. And uh, I can remember hearing her do a, teach a lesson, and it was January 93, and saying to myself, I know I'm home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't um, I wasn't sure because I didn't understand some of the things that were being said as far as the metaphysics because I, I just wasn't used to the material. But I knew one thing that she taught with an authority with and dominion that I hadn't seen. I mean, it was like. I believe this not because it's written in the Bible, not because it's written in the book, but because I've lived it, I've demonstrated it, and I'm telling you, you can do it, too. Mm-hmm. And it came across so strongly that I was that I gravitated towards it very strongly. So I, I get the point of, you know, shifting in consciousness, shifting in the space that allows you to be able to say, um, um, I think I heard you say uh, early on about Reverend Coleman doing a lesson. If you see somebody who every time they send a ship out, their ship comes in, you need to watch what they're doing. That's right. <laughs> and and that's that, right. that always stuck in my head, like you know, she always she always has a ship coming in, so you need to watch what she's doing. And that really made me pay attention to say, okay, start paying attention to how these people are working and demonstrating universal law, how they're working with the principle. Watch the spiritual giants that are in your space, and and you know, and I can remember um, <laughs> coming to you and saying that uh, that I wanted you to to. To, to teach me like cl- in classes and you decided okay read these books and we can come in and discuss it and I can remember coming in and you gave me you didn't give me you told me to purchase um, Consciousness Unfolding by Joe Goldsmith and Faith, is your, and Faith <laughs> is Your Fortune by Neville Yes, and, and, and I thought my brain was going to crack when I first read those books <laughs> 
But I was determined to get it. And I had a list of questions out of those books the next time I, I saw you. I said, okay, he said this, he said that. What does this mean? What the, see, but that's the challenge that you have to have. That's right. That, you gotta you have, have the challenge. Right. And, you just, and you just gotta go. And you just gotta understand. You have to understand that most of the religions of the world take everything from a geocentric perspective. And what do I mean? They say God is in the sky, we're down here, and hell is below us. Well, in New Thought, we begin to understand that we don't see things from a geocentric perspective. We know that God is everywhere evenly present. It is a spirit. It is not a male. It is not a female. Males and females are a part of who and what God is. God is everywhere. God is joy and love and peace and happiness. And I was just like you when I came into this movement. I said to myself, none of this makes sense to me. It is certainly not what I've been taught in my church. I think these people are crazy. But then something was stirred in my gut, and I had to go read and study. And like you, when I read and I read all the books, hundreds of them. I said, I know this is who I am. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I do want to remind people, because we have a break coming up very shortly, that that you can get get in contact with uh, Reverend Hill. You can look, you can Google Power Circle Congregation. Do you have a website address? Uh, yes, we do. Uh, PCC at Add a d info i n f o dot com. All right, and uh, the Power Circle Congregation is also on Facebook. So if yep. you would like to get in contact with him, you can do it that way. Also, I would like to remind everyone or that this show is supported by your love offerings. And all of the shows on Unity Online Radio are supported by your love offering. So as you have freely received, please freely give. We want to make sure that we let this message or allow this message to go forward out into the world. I just had a discussion last weekend with Dr. Rocco Erico's um, assistant, and she was telling me about a gentleman who's been trying to get in contact with them through email who walks, I believe she said, um, maybe 30 miles so he can check his emails because in the village he lives in, he doesn't have access. So he's trying to get information like what we offer here so he can take it back and give to his congregation and to take care of orphans in his village. Why am I saying that? Because that person might not have access to books and materials and and just sometimes good, clean water and food. But he's seeking help and information so he can bring it back to his people so he can instill in them the understanding that greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world so what we do is important every little bit helps so as you freely receive please freely give support this ministry click on the donate button make sure that you are supporting uh the worldwide movement of truth because it is necessary and we really can transform the world i also want to remind uh, or not remind or let everyone know that Reverend Hill will also be the guest speaker at Christ Universal Temple this Sunday at 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you don't live in the area, please make sure that you live stream it. And if you live in the area, make sure you're in the consciousness because being in the consciousness of a space matters. Sometimes watching on the Internet, watching on the TV gives you a feel, but you don't get the complete presence of what it means to be in a collective consciousness of wholeness. So make sure that you avail yourself of that opportunity. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. 
If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Now and then, life is challenging. I may not welcome challenge itself, but I welcome the opportunity to learn from whatever arises, to grow in understanding, to flex my spiritual muscles. Every day is a new day, a fresh start. No situation or circumstance can hold me back. My life is not only about what's happening to me, it's also what's happening through me. The Christ within is my source of unlimited wisdom and creativity. I do my best when I respond to any challenge from my Christ nature, rather than reacting impulsively from my human nature. Every day I pursue what enriches me, enjoying the journey to my goals as much as the destination. This inspirational message is brought to you by Daily Word. Daily Word. Inspiration and practical teachings to help people of all faiths live healthy, prosperous, and meaningful lives. Give Daily Word to yourself or friend and give the gift of hope, joy, peace, and encouragement. Order your subscriptions today online at dailyword.com. From on the air to on the sea, pack your bags and come with me. Hey, hey, what you waiting for? An early winter rendezvous with all the things you love to do. Hey, hey, treat yourself to more. A little more summer, a little more sun, a little less work and a lot more fun. A little more beach, a little more sand, a little less stress and a lot more tan. Join your favorite Unity Online Radio hosts for Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. On this fun-filled Caribbean adventure, enjoy sunshine, exceptional dining, and island excursions. Feed your spirit with music, message, and meditation, plus one-on-one time with some of your favorite hosts. That's Cruise in the Caribbean, November 10th to 17th, 2012. To learn more, go to unity.fm slash cruise. A little more sunset, a little more sea, a little less do and a lot more be. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms. Now, here's your host, Reverend Galen McDowell. Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell, and our distinguished special guest today is the Reverend Dr. Joseph E. Hill, the founder and senior minister of the Power Circle Congregation. Uh, we have uh, opportunity for you to ask Dr., uh, Reverend Dr. Hill some questions. Please call in at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489 to ask the Reverend Dr. Joseph E. Hill some questions. In the meantime, I would like to ask you uh, another question, um, Reverend Hill. What do you consider is the next step for new thought? 
Well, to me, the next step for New Thought, okay, we, we're learning all of this. We're evolving. We're going to higher dimensions. When we talk about the Christ consciousness, you know, so many churches teach that Christ was Jesus' last name, which it isn't. It, it, it is a state of consciousness of going higher. So to me, New Thought, is poised to grab people's minds and take them to a higher dimension. We have to get beyond the three-dimensional life of what we can see and feel and touch and really begin to live at a higher dimension of knowing who we are and where we are and what our resources are, even though we cannot see it. We have to unlock the doors of the intangible world and go in and touch things and feel things. And I think if we begin to do that, you're going to see a lot of what we have in the past called miracles, which in fact are not miracles at all. It's just people who have ascended to a higher level of understanding and they are now capable to do things that they were not able to do before. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. We have a call online, uh, uh, Dr. Hill, Reverend Elizabeth Tompkins, one of the CUT ministers is on the phone. Reverend Liz, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, I'm just fine. Thank you so much for asking. And how about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doctor. I'm doing great. What is your question for uh, Reverend Joseph Hill? My question for the distinguished Reverend Doctor <laughs> Joe Hill <laughs> pertains to the Bible. Okay. I am a I am a Bible teacher at Christ Universal Temple, mm-hmm. and I've noticed, uh, Doctor Hill, that in the English language, quite often that we, meaning those of us that speak English, have a very careless way of expressing beyond the ordinary understanding of words. My dilemma is that in the Hebrew language, the name of every person or thing represents its character. Mm -hmm. In other words, every name in Scripture has an inner meaning. I'm wondering if I'm on the right track, because I believe that behind the letter of the Bible lie the ideas and the meanings which are the real word of the Bible. Are you with me? I am very much so with you. I'll give you a classic example right off the bat. The word suffering. The word suffering. In the Bible, it says, suffer the little children to come unto uh, to be. Jesus said that. But in the East, the word suffer means to allow, to allow. In the West, we use the word suffer meaning downtrodden, beaten, whipped. But it's a total different meaning. You are absolutely correct. And, Reverend, the only way you're going to get around that, you've got to study to show yourself approved. I have a book. It's called The Names of God. And what happens is, you're right, in the Hebrew, and, and not only in the Hebrew, in the Muslim world and some of the other, uh, in Hindu, they have names to describe prosperity and things of that nature. And see, in the West, we became so formalized, and we started religions, and everything was based on the letter. And we have generations and generations of congregants who believe the letter, and they haven't gone beyond the letter. I see. So in other words, Dr. Hill, 
do you think that if we approach the Bible with this in mind, that it will help not only myself but students as well in the right understanding of the Bible as well as the right interpretation? Absolutely. And the other thing we have to throw in there, Reverend, is it was the times. When you look at the times, like the Bible says, if thy right hand offends thee, cut Mm -hmm. it off. Do you really Mm -hmm. believe they meant to cut your hand off? Or it'll say, if your child is disrespectful, cut out his tongue. I don't think they really meant to cut out your child's tongue. I think they meant to cut off the speech or the things that that child is saying and teach them in a better way. So can't take the Bible totally literally. You have to be a metaphysician. Go beyond the letter and say, what is the true meaning of this? And then couple that with go and study from the Eastern perspective of what the Bible is all about. I thank you so very, very much. I have a clear understanding at this point. Okay, great. You have a super day. Thank you. You too. God bless. Okay, uh, well, again, if you would like to ask Dr. Hill a question, please call in at 888-558-6489, 888-558-6489. Dr. Hill, let me ask you uh, another question. Why do you think New Thought is still potentially the best-kept secret in the religious community? Well, I think, in all fairness, I think there are a lot of New Thought teachers who are afraid to teach their messages. Uh, You and I have had conversations. We go out to speak, and right off the bat, the, the organization who invited us that probably is not a New Thought organization will say, oh, no, you can't say that. You can't say this, and you can't say that. And we fall into that pattern which says that, okay, I won't say it, I won't do it, and then I am made in the image and likeness of what they are teaching. It is such a secret because so many people just can't believe. You mean to tell me if I could just change my mind, if I fill my consciousness with joy and peace and tender loving compassion and every cell in my body is well i am money substance and action abundance and prosperity and on and on and on with never an end in sight you're telling me that my whole life will be transformed absolutely well we don't have a lot of leaders out there in the new thought movement who stand on principle firmly and teach with such a fervor that People like the Reverend Galen McDowell, when he came into the ministry and was charged up, I want more of this. That's what we need. That's why it's a secret. All right. Okay. Thank you. We have another caller for you, uh, Dr. Hiller. Yewande is on the phone. That's Yawande, correct. are you yes. here? Yes, I'm there. How are you doing? Uh, I am doing great today. I have been enjoying the show ever since... I first heard it, and so I'm glad that you have Truth Transforms. Uh, Reverend Hill and uh, uh, Reverend Galen, uh, you both are putting me in uh, a space of being in a consciousness that's greater than mine, so I thank you for that, for pulling me (laughs) me in the direction that I want to keep traveling in. 
I come out of a different spiritual tradition. It's not one of the big three, um, and yet it has a lot of uh, similarities to New Thought. But uh, many of the people in my tradition maybe don't think of, of things in the way that you talk about New Thought. I would just like you to give me a simple thought to take with for today that I could carry through to the end of the year, something that might transform my life. Hmm. There's so many. There's so I know. Many. You know what I live by? What? Whatever is true about God is true mm. about me. Beautiful. Whatever is true about God is true about me. And let me tell you where I get it from. From okay. Genesis. From Genesis. Uh-huh. Let us create man in our image and after our likeness and give him power, dominion, and authority. And so what happens is, if you say whatever is true about God is true about me because I'm created in that image and that likeness, I want Mm -hmm. you to think about a chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. When you finish that cake and put the icing on it and it's so beautiful and you cut you a slice, each slice... It's the same as the whole cake. It's not the whole hmm. cake, but it has the same ingredients. And that's what I think about you, and that's what I think about Reverend Galen and myself. We hmm. slices of the big hole, but we're endowed with all that power. So no matter what you might be facing on a day-to-day basis, no matter what the doctors might tell you, no matter what your pocketbook might be showing you, you have to say, Whatever's true about God is true about me. And that's it. You don't have to say nothing else. And then the universe will respond and say, "Mm, the truth has been shown up, and it has to give back to us, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. That's the law. Universal law. Can't get around it. Got you. Yes. I I would like to add to that also, um, um, Mm -hmm. before you get off the phone, that... Mm-hmm. My favorite statement in all of religion and spirituality is from Emmett Fox. And the statement okay. is simply this. There's no such thing as undemonstrated understanding. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means that when you have the consciousness of something, it demonstrates itself. Mm-hmm. When you have the consciousness of the wholeness and the truth and all of the things that Reverend Hill just talked about, it demonstrates right. itself. See, the reason why New Thought focuses on transforming the consciousness before you get the thing is if you get the thing and you don't have the consciousness, you can't keep it. Right. Uh, so so it's important as you as you work with these basic principles that you seek mm-hmm. to gain understanding, a sense of knowingness, because when you know how to ride a bike, nobody mm-hmm. can take that from you. If you right. if you decide to. Uh, ride a bike at 15 and not ride a bike again until you're 50. Somewhere in that subconscious mind is the ability to ride a bike. It's technically a skill that you don't lose once you develop the balance to do it. Well, mm-hmm. well, as you continue to work with this truth, like a bike, sometimes you might need some training wheels. You might, you, you need some people to praying with you. You need to be in class all day. You need to be in church. You need to listen to the CDs. You got to listen to the downloads. You got to you're doing all this work in the meditation work. All that is a part of developing your spiritual balance. Right. Once you have your balance, once you know how to ride the bike, daddy doesn't have to hold the back of the seat anymore while you ride. And that's mm. what we've been looking for. 
in context of spirituality. The minister, the priest, the guru, the monk, the elders, the deacons, the everybody else that to hold it with me. But sooner or later, as our mentor, the Reverend Dr. Johnny Coleman, would always tell us sooner or later, you have to learn how to stand up on your own two big spiritual feet <laughs> one way or another. Okay. So so get to, uh, seek the understanding. Because once you have mm-hmm. the consciousness of a thing, it's yours. Mm-hmm. And, okay, yeah. if you drop in consciousness, guess what? You'll know how to do it again. Steve Jobs mm-hmm. lost Apple after a while, came back, rebooted, made the corporation successful and the most successful corporation in the world today. The person mm-hmm. who created Reebok did the same thing, had it, it, a large corporation stepped away, uh, allowed other people to dictate how it was going. He forgot what he was doing. He kicked back in, put the principles in place that started the corporation in the first place, made it successful again. And over and over again, you'll see situations and circumstances where people who, if they know how to do a thing, if they have temporary amnesia, guess what? The moment they come to themselves like the prodigal son, Mm-hmm. As he came to himself and realized right. that even the slaves at his daddy's house lived better than how he was living. He said, I'm going to mm-hmm. rise and go back to my father's house. That's the mm-hmm. consciousness. So, right. so seek the understanding because when you go back to the father's consciousness, then you realize that you don't have to be subservient because the father is saying, I'm not holding anything against you. I love you. I've been waiting for you. He said the father ran to the kid while he mm-hmm. was way off. Mm-hmm. And then it said in the story, which is beautiful, bring out the fatted calf, bring out the ring, bring out the shoes, bring out the robe, because my son who was lost is now found. When you realize who you are, you get the privileges of who you are. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up and re- have the realization of who you are, walk in that space, because when you walk in that space, you walk in your power, you walk into the dominion. And most importantly, you walk in the grace of God, because scripture says the grace is sufficient. It's sufficient. Mm-hmm. Well, you might think, mm-hmm. oh, I don't know how to do this and I don't know how to do that. But God's grace is sufficient. Mm-hmm. But the grace works through you, in you, as you, it's not upon you. And that's right. the difference. That's the difference in how New Thought would teach it. than maybe some of the other brands of Christianity that it mm-hmm. always works through your consciousness. And God is not imposing anything on you. I wish God did. Lord mm-hmm. knows I did. <laughs> I do, but it doesn't work that way. So if you mm-hmm. can just go forward with that thought process, I think it'll be very helpful for you and continue to work with it. And and as scripture says, study to show yourself approved. Now, you're already pre-approved by God. That's not what it means. Pre-approved, mm. study to show yourself approved means be a, a, a worker of universal law. Know, know how the spiritual principles taught in the Bible work. So mm. get into the books and then mm-hmm. – Apply. Say, okay, let me try this. Okay, let me try that. Become a scientist in your own life, right? Because because the laboratory is your mind. Mm. And okay. Reverend, can I just say one thing? I want sure. to uh, always remember your. You said you come from a different discipline. Well, mm-hmm. I came out of the Pentecostal church. Okay. This is, I thank God for my Pentecostal roots because mm-hmm. I learned so much about praise and worship. In the Pentecostal Church. 
praise and worship. So now I took a quantum leap into new thought to really begin to understand what is all that praise and worship about? Who am I praising mm-hmm. and worshiping? And then it's God. Who is God? And everything was a stepping stone to get us to this magical moment. So you have been on the right track, and whatever your discipline was, it was great. It brought you to this point, and now you're going higher and higher. That's what it's all about. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to just make sure that I give an opportunity to give uh, Reverend Hill's website address again if you wanted to get in contact with him. It's at www.pccfam.org. PCCFAM.org. So you want to get more information on him, go to the website, see what his ministry is about, et cetera, because I think that if you check him out, I think you'll like it a lot. Obviously, this is just a, a, a just a snippet of the magnificence that God shines through him when he is presenting the truth. And when I mean truth, presenting what God has placed on his heart to give to the people. Now, Again, we're about to take a quick break. When we come back, you can, again, you can call and ask Dr. Hill some questions at 888-558-6489. Again, it's 888-558-6489, and we'll be right back with Truth Transforms. Hi, my name is Lynn Twist. I'm the author of The Soul of Money. If you're struggling right now with a financial crisis, I recommend going to www.unityfm and listening to our course about the soul of money and how to handle this in a way that brings out the deep spirituality that's available at this time. You know, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. Join author Lynn Twist for The Blessing of the Financial Crisis. You'll learn new techniques to use the current economic situation to redefine your relationship with money. It's available now for immediate download at unity.fm in the video download section. Just what does that dream mean? Ever wake up from a crazy dream and wonder what it meant? Have you had a recurring dream all your life and you just can't get it to stop? Get all your questions about dreams and dream interpretation answered by the leading expert in the field. Unity Online Radio is home to America's leading dream expert, Dr. Michael Lennox. And on Mondays at 2 p.m. Central, the Dream Doctor is definitely in. Tune in to Dream Interpretation with Dr. Michael Lennox, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You've been listening to Truth Transforms with Rev. Galen McDowell. If you have questions or comments about today's program, or if you'd like to join in on the discussion, email us at truthtransforms at unity.fm. Now back to Truth Transforms. 
Welcome back to Truth Transforms. I'm your host, Galen McDowell. I have a distinguished guest with me today, uh, the Reverend Dr. Joseph E. Hill, the founder and senior minister of the Power Circle Congregation in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, we're actually taking questions from guests right now. You can give us a call at 888-558-6489. Again, 888-558-6489. I would like to ask you, um, Reverend Hill, why do you emphasize Jesus much more than some other brands of new thought? Well, you know why I do? Because, as I said before, Jesus was a devout uh, 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 a Jew. He told his people, pay the temple taxes. He went to temple. He actually did everything that uh, people did in the Jewish faith. He did that. He did all of that. He, he told them about paying the taxes and so forth. But what I love about Jesus, Jesus is such a way shore because what he did, he stepped outside of the realm of his religion to help transform people's minds. So I'm not really concerned about people saying, I'm not New Thought. I don't want to hear it. I'm not New Thought. You don't have to be. You could be Muslim. You could be what Hindu. You could be any of those things. But the universal laws apply to everybody, no matter what their race, ethnicity, or whatever it is. And guess what? Jesus went and studied with the masters of the Far East and all around, did everything that he was supposed to do. And he's sort of like my mentor, my hero, my way shore, and that's why I emphasize him. Okay. Well, how can a person or organization affiliate or help support the Power Circle congregation? Well, first of all, I told you I'm an educational minister. We have given over $200,000 in scholarships to help kids all over the city of Chicago go to the college of their choice. We have a wonderful scholarship commission in our church. I would like, if I could, give our telephone number 773 771-7972, so if you want more information, 773-721-7972, and uh, about our scholarship program. Or you could uh, write us at 9350-64 South, South Chicago Avenue, City of Chicago, 60617. We're all in this together. And Reverend Galen, I want you to know that a couple of our recipients over the years have come from Christ Universal Temple. It is not, you don't have to be a member of Power Circle. We're helping everybody because we want an enlightened community. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Now, if a person wanted to associate with you all for ministerial training, mm-hmm. uh, uh, do you offer a ministerial training? We have ministerial training through our Power Circle Institute, PCI. Uh, Dottie Coley is our director, and if any information you want, I just gave you the address or the telephone number. You can call, and uh, we do that. You know, I was taught, trained, ordained by Dr. Coleman, so I carry that tradition forward in our ministry as well as adding anything new that I have learned over the years uh, since that affiliation. So, yes, you can come and be and, and be a teacher and uh, take our teacher training program, our ministerial training program. It is not your grandmother's church. We demand that you study, that you 
dig deep so you'll have the answers so you can just be the best minister or teacher around. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I wanted to ask you uh, a question that you might find funny, but do you still have that Freddie and Eddie uh, sign, keep out <laughs> sign, we used to have it in your office yes. in Chicago? Yes. I mean, when I asked me in Chicago at CUT. And everybody should know that's what I call the challenges and appearances. Rather than call them challenges and appearances, I call them Freddie and Eddie. I said, just when you think you got everything going, here comes Freddie and Eddie. And they come around to kick you to the curb or choke you or hold you down or whatever. But that's when you have to fight through the the malaise and do what you got to do to be what you got to be. Yes, I do have that sign. In fact, I have so many signs over the years, I just keep everything to keep my mind focused on who I am and whose I am. Yes, yes. I, I can remember uh, when I first came in the office and it looked like the Ghostbuster sign where they had the ghost <laughs> with the cross outline, yes, <laughs> the circle yes. with the red cross outline. I was like, what is that? You know, you explained to me what you just uh, said to the audience that, you know, this is just another name of for challenges and appearances. That's right. You know, and you know, Fred and Eddie, because I can send them the time out. I can say, go to timeout and sit in that corner, and so forth. That's what I tell my so-called challenges and appearances. Get away. Go to timeout. And then when I get everything under control, I can move ahead. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So it's, it's a good way of looking at things. I also wanted to ask you about a, a technique that you used to do quite often. Which you have, used to have very, very, very large classes here at Christ Universal Temple, several hundred at a time. And in many of the classes, you would have people do mirror exercises. Yes. What is the importance of doing mirror exercises? Well, we do, I do, I teach my students and ministers and everybody. We do mirror exercises in the morning and mirror exercises in the evening. The mirror exercise is for you to look in that mirror and don't see a human being. You're going to see a spiritual being. You, it makes your contact with God. When I get up and I'm like, good morning, God. Thank you for this day. A new, clean, human uh, day. One in which I can learn, love, give, grow. I trust you to pour your love through me all day long. Of strength, wisdom, and substance to live every moment at its best. I thank you for this, another day in which to serve you. Good morning, God. And guess what, Reverend? Now I'm prepared to go out into the world to be what I need to be. All right, beautiful, beautiful. We have another call. And then at one. night, I do, the, I do the mirror exercise before I go to bed. It's a different one. Good night, dear God. Thank you for uh, bringing me through all the experiences of this day to this moment of rest, peace, and sleep. And while your shades of night are drawn, hold me in your loving presence. I now put myself all that in your caring keeping, trusting you utterly, leaving you the yeah. vigil while I sleep in heavenly peace. Thank you again. Good night, dear God. And you see, it's like a bookend. In the morning, I start out giving God the glory, and before I close my eyes, I give God the glory. It's all about all right. God. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, uh, we have Dana on the line for you, Dr. Hill, to ask a question. And I would, I would just say something's going on with your cord or something with your phone. I'm hearing some type of... Um, something going on so yeah i'm hearing it too okay hold it for one second okay hello dana how are you doing i'm good how are you reverend mcdowell i'm doing well doing well thanks for calling in is it still there 
Uh, no, it's not here now. Yeah, I, I don't hear anything now. Okay. Okay, uh, Dana. Uh, Hello, uh, Dana. The floor is yours. Hi, Reverend Hill. How are you today? I'm excellent. Great. Um, you were just talking about waking up and just knowing all is well. Well, how do you use this new thought, teachings, and principles when dealing with the violence that's in the streets today and the fact that it's affecting so many of our young people? How can we encourage them to use the new thought principles that you teach um, to deal with the violence that's going on? Well, let me tell you, I, I, in, my, in my life, I was a, a, a school teacher, a principal, and those, all that violence is going on because young people don't have, they don't have any leaders. They might not have parents that are there for them. And so I, I work with them. I, we have a gang initiative. I go right in there with the gangs with all of their profanity and anger and mean-spiritedness. I teach the same thing. I teach love, a peace, and I teach them a way out. That's all they're looking for. How can I be better? And if you can't give me anything better, then I'm going to be in the street doing crazy stuff. So what I try to do is tell them about my past, how I have overcome, and what is ahead of them if they make this quantum leap from where they are in these games. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... Um, Not easy. It's a hard job, but somebody's got to do it. Mm-hmm. And so how exactly does that um, take the new thought principles uh, to encourage them? I know it's it's difficult, but that seems like something that everyone is saying every day, no matter what their teachings are or their religious faith. Um, so what's the difference in the new thought approach to it? Well, see, everybody is not saying that. If you listen to a lot of the people, they will, uh, uh, for instance, if you ever watch baseball, when they hit a home run, what do they point? Up to the sky because they mm-hmm. believe God is in the sky. Mm-hmm. And what in New Thought we teach, God is everywhere equally present. So when I'm working with those kids, those gangs and so forth, I tell them, it's in you. I say, how many of you are t- telling your heart to beat? How many of you are telling your hair to grow? And once they can get the logic of what you're saying, then they say, okay, I want some more of this. I want some more of this. And then mm-hmm. they get more. You give them more. And it's not easy. They're not just going to, you're not going to go into a room and transform their minds in one session necessarily. But you're going to get one or two. And then from those one or two, they get four. And next thing you know, you've got a whole group of them. And then you're on your way. And that is really, truly the difference in New Thought and some of the other approaches everybody else. People in some of the other disciplines are focusing on the problem. New thought, we don't focus on the problem. We focus on the individual. Thank you. Right, beautiful. Mm-hmm. beautiful. Th- thank you, Dana. Uh, thank we're, you. We're about to wrap it up here really quickly. I want to thank uh, Dr. Hill for coming on the show. I do want to remind everyone that um, he will be the special guest speaker at Sunday service at Christ Universal Temple this Sunday, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you don't live in Chicago, you can watch the live stream. We've given the information um, how to contact him, his phone number, website address, address, physical address. And we want to make sure that this is a person that you definitely keep in, uh, in contact with because he's doing great and wonderful things, not only in the city of Chicago, but in the world. Let me again, thank you, Dr. Hill, for saying yes to this interview. Oh, thank you. I had a wonderful, wonderful time of sharing information. And 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 one last tidbit, uh, Dr. Hill was the very first person who I told 
that, that I wanted to be a teacher. <laughs> and, and we don't have time for that story. Maybe we'll get into that later on another show. He can come back. But I just want you all to know that he's been a person who has consistently seated into my life. And I appreciate and love you very much. I love and, you. Uh, I, I love you. I love you. And I'm just glad that you're doing super, super work. And you make me feel good because I know who you are. Well, thank you, and thank you for recognizing that even when I was younger and didn't know it for myself. So thank you all. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next week. We're going to have another special guest uh, on the show, and we'll make sure that we continue to transform the world with truth. Thank you. God bless you, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in to Truth Transforms with Reverend Galen McDowell. Join us every Wednesday at 10 a.m. for live discussions about how to live a spiritually transformed, prosperous, healthy, and joyful life. Truth Transforms, only on Unity Online Radio. This program is brought to you in part by Christ Universal Temple in Chicago, Illinois. Online at www.cutemple.org and on Facebook and Twitter under CU Temple. undervalued, disconnected, or simply overwhelmed at work or in your business? Are you trying to attract what you need but are desperately worried about cash flow? What if the problems you're experiencing aren't problems at all, but warning signals, clues to redirect? What if those clues are being obscured by your blind spots, the things you can't see that are keeping you from accomplishing your goals? Find out how you can move step-by-step beyond your blind spots each week here with Karin Pettigrew, Wednesday mornings at 9 Central Time on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Repeat the words, God is taking care of it. And it will become clear that you are the channel and that God is the doer of good works through you. This meditative moment, adapted from Mary Cupferly's God Will See You Through, is brought to you by Unity. Have you heard about Dr. Tom Shepard's new program on Unity Online Radio? Tom Shepard, isn't he the Unity Magazine question and answer guy? Right. Well, they've actually turned him loose with a radio show, and I hear it's going to be pretty edgy. Edgy? Like what? Guest panelists and students from Unity Institute and Seminary, topics like abortion, gay marriage, war and peace, environmental issues, Islamic fundamentalism, universal health care, religion and politics, current events. Yeah, but they'll all be Unity people, right? Dr. Tom and his students will talk about the hard questions facing all people today, sometimes joined by rabbis, priests, liberal and conservative ministers, Buddhist monks, Baha'is, Hindus. And he's going to interview them on the program? Better. He's going to introduce a controversial topic and let students and special guests go for it. This could get explosive. Does he have guys in black shirts standing by to break up the fights? (laughs) If I know Dr. Tom, he will keep it both friendly and spirited. Whoa, I gotta hear this. When and where? 
The program is called Let's Talk About It, and it's on every Thursday at 9 a.m. Central Time, only on Unity Online Radio. So let's talk about it. Definitely, let's. Do you want to deepen your connection to the divine, speed up your progress on the spiritual path, then tune in to the Spirit Matters podcast. I'm the host, Philip Goldberg, and I interview experts with wisdom, insight, and practical guidance for every seeker of truth. Spirit Matters on the mindbodyspirit.fm network. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. 